0: of the hot nerd podcast before we get into today's little shindig here this big happy safety family extravaganza do me a favor head over to the website www.thehotnerd.com go check out my new more intimate personal and totally not safety related youtube channel It is linked down below or you just search sam goodman i think it's linked to the hot nerd youtube channel which you should be you should be subscribed to and follow it with as well and if you're not subscribed to this podcast and you're listening to it like WTF like what the heck are you doing make sure you subscribe you like you tell people about it all that kind of sort of stuff if you just can scroll down and just like leave us some stars five five helps us a ton or if you have a few extra minutes and you want to leave us a review or if you've read some of the books heading over there and leaving a review it helps us like a ton like an absolute ton it lets us bring this message to you um with Kind of frequency, almost pretty much every week, right? I mean, every now and again, but pretty pretty much every week, and it gets our like reach out there even farther to have these super important conversations about making safety not suck at least as much because work shouldn't suck, safety shouldn't suck period. And that's kind of just sort of it, right? So we kind of want to continue to have these conversations and we're having them all because of you. So thank you for your love and your support and all of you. There's a ton of you that tune in that have been right there since the very beginning. And I see you. I appreciate it. It's it's awesome. So you know me, I'm going to say thank you until you get sick of it. And then I'm going to say it some more because that's just kind of you know, what I do. On today's episode, I wanted to just dive into this kind of thing. This thing. It's always something gnarly. I've been sticking with kind of the gnarly stuff lately. And I don't know. I've just been in a ranting mood since the beginning of the year. I've just wanted to continue just like, I don't know. I don't know. I get I, I get the like the Ooh, you're provocative too. Yeah, well, yeah, a little bit because I'm freaking tired of the BS. Like I'm done. Like I'm tired of it. And I think a lot of you are too. That's why you're here, right? We're we're talking about the stuff that we know just kind of sort of sucks. And I just think that there's value. I I know I know that there's some school of thoughts out there that's like, well, you know, what you do is you just don't talk about the bad stuff and you just keep focusing on doing you know other stuff and it gets eventually gets better. And you know, but yeah, but I think both. How about not why not both? Let's talk about the gnarly shit that we know harms our organizations. Let's throw it out there. Let's drag it out into the sunshine and have that conversation. Nothing should be off the table at this point. We should be able to drag all of that stuff, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. We should be able to drag it out into the sunlight. And if it doesn't stand on its own two legs, then let's get rid of it. Let's stop propping up BS, pretending like it matters, pretending like it's important because not all of it is. Again, just go read the manifesto. We talk a lot about this. If you haven't read it, I think you'll enjoy it. But this idea that just because something says safety it's super duper important is just not true. It's just wonky and not true, right? We can slap safety on anything and it can still cause harm and it can still be really, really, really bad for us. Right. It absolutely can't. Just because we say, oh, safety doesn't mean that it matters. It does not mean that it's important. And it might have some meaning. It might have some value. But there's a lot of other things out there that we can focus on. So back to kind of the point, this kind of introductory point, I guess, is we need to have hard conversations. Ignoring the gnarly bad crap doesn't seem to be a good way to get rid of the gnarly bad crap. And I'm just stupid old me. But just seems like those are things we might want to talk about. And this is a big one. This one is a big one. I see this all the time as I'm like scrolling through, like seeing things. I'm, I'm off of social media quite a bit. Um, about once a week, I'll just kind of scroll through. That's it. I'm, I'm a once a weeker right now and just kind of see how people are doing. Like I'm, I'm not like responding to stuff like I'm not like posting a bunch you know i kind of I, I do like the post and run away thing where i'll just like post something and then not check it i'm just just avoiding it um doing that has brought me a lot of peace you've heard me talk about this a lot i, I don't know just social media is just not i don't know i just don't really yeah it's a it's a time suck we talked about time a little bit of a time suck last week it's not quite as gnarly as that one um but you, you know what i'm saying it just, I don't know, it just feels wasteful there's other things i want to do like this like i want to sit here and chat with you I want to get all up in your ear holes right um, but I see this one a lot, especially on, like, the kind of safety porn kind of things, where it's like, yeah, look there, Bob blew his face off. <laughs> you know what Bob should have done? <laughs> Just should have followed those rules, damn it. That's how he could have stayed safe. Just follow the rules and nothing bad ever happened. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. How much do you see that? I would love to hear from you again. Sam at thehopner.com, thehopnergmail.com. I've heard this in at work. I've heard this. You know, you see it on social media. You see it again. It's usually around like the safety porn things. It's especially around like post-incident, post-bad something, post-anything not great kind of happening. We always kind of go to this place of just blame right out of the gate. And I get it. Like, as it's human nature. Like, that's where we go. But we need to, like... I don't want to say, like, program. I don't know. We, we need to, like, teach ourselves to, like, realize that that's kind of an illusion. Just be like, okay, brain, you're tricking me a little bit. Like, I know, like, I really like to blame because I'm a person. But this there's probably not much value in blaming. Right? There's probably not much value in blaming. So we kind of have to do that as individuals. I think a lot of you all out there, I know me, it's, it took me some time. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a journey right? To, to start to recognize some of those um, gnarlier bits of our humanity kind of poking their way out. Um, but it takes that much longer to try to teach those things, I guess, organizationally and get a lot of people in the same place that kind of have the same feels, right? The same feels that are, are, are kind of looking at these things because that's where we like to go. Right. And I, I see that, like I, like I said, just scrolling through and you see like those safety porno, like, oh, look, he blew off his leg. Oh, look, he cut off all of his fingers. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. And we've talked about this. I just think, you know, again, reiterating the point here that safety porn sucks. It's stupid. Don't do it. If you show this crap during your safety training, you are I would I would not apply the term safety professional to you or, or in any sense. Maybe you'd be like the safety blah I don't know blah you'd be the safety blah you'd be the safety how about that the safety um (laughs) but it's garbage so I just have to throw that in there again there's lots we've done lots of episodes on that so you can go back and listen to any of those that you want to Um, But we see that, and I see that, you've seen it, we've all seen it, and you'll look through the comments of like, yeah, stupid person should have just followed the rules, damn it. Uh Uh-huh, see, if he would have just memorized his rule to live by, and then read his rules to live by card that that company I know makes carry around their neck, and then he would have looked at his rules to live by tattoo, and then he would have got a peer check from his friend on his rules to live by, and then he would have just lived by those rules to live by, then he wouldn't be dead. Uh no. Big dumpsters full of nope gigantic horrific stinky buckets full of nope just garbage cans full of nope right if it was that easy if it was that easy we would all be living in some magical safety la la land now because anytime we had something bad happen we would just have to write a new rule and everything would be fine right it would be absolutely fine rules don't barely make you much safer if at all right and I'm i'm gonna say much because i know someone's gonna be like rules matter to me it would be anarchy. And I'll be the first one to say, well, is anarchy really that bad of an idea? And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. But, <laughs> but really, rules don't do a lot, right? They really don't do a lot. Well, Bob cut off his finger, write a rule that says Bob can't cut off his finger anymore. There we go. Bob, anyone named Bob will no longer cut off their finger in our organization, right? Right. That's that's how safety works. Right. Duh. That's that's safety 101. Right. And then what you do in safety 102 is you find if there's bobs out there that are that are not following the rules that said, Bob, you know, don't cut off your finger. Then you just shit can those bobs and you find better bobs right? that's, safe. that's you're, Now you're into advanced safety management, right? You did the basics with writing the rules, right? Then you get into the advanced safety management course of just shit canning people that don't follow those rules, right? There you go. Boom. You later, look, I'm going to send you guys certificates. You're all expert level safety practitioners now, <laughs> right? Oh, isn't it just frustrating? Isn't it just frustrating to you? I know it's frustrating to me that that's where we always end up at. It's just right back to, well, you know, the problem not enough rules. I will tell you something. I will, I will challenge you. No, let me, let me challenge you to something. Go. Go to whatever system you use to manage your procedures and your rules, whether it's a rule book or you have some some online intranet y thing like a lot of companies do or whatever. And I want you to just go and I want you to take 10 minutes, just, just 10 minutes. And I want you to just count as many rules as you can find in 10 minutes. Don't want to do that, huh? Yeah, me either because there's probably, within 10 minutes, you're going to at least count like 500, right? There's going to be a bunch. If If rules made us safer, like I said, we would all be perfect. So there's some problems with rules, right? The problem, first off and foremost for me with rules, is that rules don't always fit, right? Rules are kind of the perfect scenario, perfect, sunshiny day. It's October here in Arizona, and it's 75, 80 degrees, not a care in the world, not a cloud in the sky. You know, we're out there working on a project. There's no traffic. There's no people. There's zero distractions. You're just like that person that uh, that, that has no nothing in your head other than work. You're not, you know, you have zero distractions. You're not thinking about, you know, did my kids make it to school? Or is is, is little little Billy going to be in trouble when I get home? Because Billy was grumpy when he left this morning. You know, you're not thinking about any of that stuff you're just zone. you're in the zone, you know, you got the rule book, you've got to memorize, you know, all 4,200 rules that this company has, you know, this procedure inside and out at perfect in a perfect world. Okay. Maybe how many of your organizations operate in perfect? I've not met one yet. Right. And then so situationally, the rules sometimes just don't work. They just don't apply. Right? They just don't apply sometimes. And I go, sacri- oh, it's sacrilegious. Sometimes you can't follow the rules, and sometimes you shouldn't follow the rules. Oh, even worse, right? Pooh, Mind's blown, hair on fire. Oh, my God, people are throwing their phones out of the window. They're moving cars, screaming to the top of their lungs about the rules. Damn it, the rules! But sometimes they don't fit, sometimes you can't follow them, sometimes you shouldn't follow them. And for me, it brings me to this point, and I've, I've, I've discovered this to be generally true. And again, I would love to hear from you, Sam at thehopner.com, thehopner.gmail.com. But it's this idea that um, the rules are always wrong at some point, <laughs> right? <laughs> They're all, you're always gonna find a place where the rules are wrong at some point. They don't fit something. They make things more unsafe by following them. You, we don't operate in perfect worlds. The world is ever-changing. Our work tasks are ever-changing. Even the same tasks that you did a bazillion times, every every one of those bazillion times was different. So there might be some, like, general guidance. And that's where I've always kind of viewed rules more as kind of, like, rumble strips, right? That it's like, hey, you're getting close to uh, maybe the edge here, might be a point to stop and reflect or to figure out I'm not, I'm not advocating like oh stop work saves the world because you, you'd probably know my opinions on stop work cards and programs, etc. Um, but I'm saying that it's, it's a good indicator sometimes right where it's going like okay, I kind of generally know that this this is not a favorite to practice. so why am I finding myself into this territory? Um, I've done that. You've done that. We've all kind of found ourselves where it's like rules are like, you know, rumble strips. I don't see them as being barriers because they're not right. They're not barriers. They're not guardrails. They're none of the above. They don't prevent, they don't even really minimize things. They're just kind of these rumble strips of kind of norms that we've set within our organization where we go, this is kind of how we need you to operate. We need you to be in here because oh, it could be, I don't know, a shitty shitty reason, but it could be a compliance thing. It could be this. It could be that. Or it's, it's a lot of times they come from good places. Like we know that if you get too far outside of this, bad things are going to happen. Okay. Okay, like, I, 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 I can concede that I can accept that I can say that, okay, viewing rules as rumble strips is probably not a horrific idea. But viewing them as the solution to our problems, viewing them as a way to control people, viewing them as a barrier, viewing them as any of these kind of things of being like a robust something. Nope, they don't do any of that. Right? And if anything, I think where many of our organizations have found ourselves at is that we're to the point where we have so many freaking rules that no one cares, All right. Like, I, I don't care because you go through, and again, to the challenge, go back, look through your rule book, and just count. Take, take two minutes and count. Take two minutes and count. And if you want a real fun project, if you use, like, safety interns... <laughs> ask them to figure out how many rules you have throughout the entire organization you will have thousands upon thousands upon thousands and most of them are followed up with some term like you know if you don't follow the rules then we're going to shit can you bad 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 you know we're going to tar and feather you and then fire you kind of thing Um, and the biggest problem with that is that most people don't even as safety professionals, do you know all the rules in your organization because I sure as shit don't no there's too many and a lot of them are just meaningless. So even if you just start from this place of like, okay, let's just cut all the meaningless crap out of our organization. I don't want to use the buzzword of decluttering, but just cut the meaningless crap. Like we have too many rules. Let's just say it. Let's get let let's cut half of these out. <laughs> like let's we can at least get rid of half right? Like, like easily easy like the one that says like you got to make sure your shoes are tied before work or else let's cut that out let's let's get rid of that one you know the one that says like you know you got to knock exactly three times before you enter any office or else um let's cut that one out let's yeah no 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 like I don't know is it so wrong of me to believe that we should leave some thought up to the people that we hire to be thinking and engaged in an organizations these super smart amazing talented people that I don't know I trust them enough to think that um to believe that I don't have have to give them a rule that says thou shalt tie your shoes or else i don't know and maybe they don't want to tie their shoes and guess what maybe i'm okay with that Ooh, scary stuff right <laughs> so some of it's that i think we we have this idea that through rules that we have control and it's just an illusion it's just an illusion Right, it really is. You, you have to accept that there's only a certain amount of things that you might have control over. I won't even say that you have control over, that you might have control over within your organization. So for me, I know I kind of like, it's rambly. It's rambly, unscripted. I'm just rolling. I'm rolling with an idea. I'm rolling with a thought. But rules, we apply as this kind of, as, as an opportunity to insert force, right? It's force. We're trying to force things. And again, just rolling with thought here. For me it's always been more about influence rather than force. Right? It's 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 influence greater than force. Cuz we can write a rule and we can try to beat people onto that line and say do this or else so we in- introduce fear and harm and pain into our systems by beating people onto these super strict rules and this doesn't seem like it does anything ever really that good and especially understanding that rules really don't do a lot Anyway, other than maybe giving us an opportunity to beat more people, just doesn't, no, no, hard pass. Right, Hard pass. Again, I guess to recap a little bit, I view rules more as guardrails. I view rules more as indicators. I view rules not as opportunities to insert zero tolerance policies and force and beating and shaming and kind of all these things. Because, again, I don't think rules actually – the application of rules doesn't actually prevent or minimize much of anything, if anything at all. And a lot of times when we go through on that path of trying to beat people into submission in in order to try to make rules be effective, we just cause harm and suffering and pain, and it's it's just bad. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Sam at thehunter.com, thehotnerd.gmail.com. gmail.com. That's all I've got. Until next time, Sam Goodwin, The Hunter, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye.